Joining us on the program at the moment is uh, Roshan Dadu, and he is speaking to us about how African states have led the charge against apartheid before and how they could also spear the boycott of Israel today. Now, Roshan Dadu is a long-standing activist and the current national coordinator of the South African BDS coalition. Roshan, thank you very much for your time and welcome to Radio Islam International. Thank you and thanks for inviting us onto the program. An interesting turn of events. So if you look at the month of February, we saw the ambassador being asked to leave and expelled from the assembly. We also seen uh, how uh, Israel's true face been exposed in the month of February in terms of uh, the latest happenings and events. But let's contextualize and put uh, Africa in specific. Um, how Africa can actually lead this entire move and charge against Israel? I think we saw the, with, uh, the success of having the Israeli uh, diplomats expelled from the AU um, session, uh, as you mentioned, that the way in which Israel wheedled its way into trying to claim observer status has been exposed by countries, including South Africa, not allowing them to do that. It was a unilateral decision of the chairperson of the commission without consultation, going against the, the tradition of the AU, which is to work on uh, by consensus. And I think it was really great to see that they are under pressure from many countries on the continent to overturn that um, initial uh, promise of accreditation as observer status in the AU. I mean, it flies in the face of the African Charter on Human and People's Rights, which speaks to anti-apartheid, anti-racism and anti-Zionism. So the fact that a regime, as you say, in the last few days, what we've seen the current government of that regime doing um, is completely against the constitutive act of the African Union and really we are demanding that countries on the continent make sure that they are expelled totally from the AU um, and have no place in the African continent. Hmm. Now let's look at the relationship between uh, you know, Israel and the newly independent African countries. How do they cultivate those relationships and now looking at what is happening at the moment? I think Israel's sort of turned again towards the strategy to win over African governments as well as people on the continent. Uh, but it's mostly through, uh, it, through sales of things like military equipment, of spyware, under the guise of so-called development projects. So they come with water experts to South Africa as well, so-called experts with promises that if we buy their, their technology, it will help us to solve our water crisis. And we know that that's all nonsense. I mean, they, the water that they have, they've stolen from the Palestinians and it's part of their strategy of settler colonialism to drive people off the land. And so they've come in a big way into the continent. You could see by the way they tried to underhandedly get into the African Union, the way their, their um, relations with governments on the continent, sometimes and usually the most repressive governments that purchase this kind of military equipment or training from the IDF and uh, the occupation forces, which then is used against people in our own countries. So I think another way in which they were recently exposed in Africa was through the big expose which journalists, a whole number of journalists from around the world, 
exposed how this company called Team George, an Israeli company, has directly interfered in elections, not just in Africa, but also in Africa, in Nigeria and Kenya. There had previously been an expose in Ghana of the way in which Pegasus NSO, the Israeli spyware, had been used there, and also an electro- uh, their electoral system um, that had been purchased by an Israeli company by an Israeli, from an Israeli company. So I think we can see that the, those sorts of exposés really reveal not just what they do in Palestine to the Palestinians, but how it's the same struggle that we're facing here. If we really want to see democracy, if we want to see freedoms and human rights in countries in our continent, then the last thing we want is to see these kind of apartheid Israeli um, presence anywhere near us. That Team George was shocking the way they had hacked into people's emails, um, politicians' emails, how they had sent out messages purporting to be from people in order to manipulate elections, how they had even um, spun into the mainstream media a pro-Israeli line and a line that was going to benefit them, they thought, in, in depending on who they wanted to win an election. So the whole noxious package of their involvement in Africa must continue to be exposed. We must continue to put pressure on our government and expose the governments on our continent that are getting into closer relations and normalization agreements with apartheid Israel. Yes, indeed. I mean, we're looking at diplomatic relations with 32 of the 41 independent African states. So uh, in the bigger scheme of things, this is a very important move. So when we look at the role of Africa and how it can lead, we're talking about Africa leading. And that's, of course, when it realizes its true key potential uh, role in the whole scheme of things. Uh, What would we say to the other leading states in the continent? I think that the expose of um, how underhandedly they had wheedled into the AU is really key in this because that shows that even those states who had supported their uh, bid for observer status could not sustain this this kind of uh, underhandedness in the face of countries on the continent that were speaking out against it because it does risk undermining the entire African Union. So I think there is a slight shift now and I think we have to keep the pressure on on those countries that do have relations, keep up the pressure to boycott, divest and push towards international sanctions. And one of the reasons Israel is keen on winning over Africa through these economic arrangements, but therefore also politically, is because they know that Africa has the most countries in the UN General Assembly, and they want to try and uh, break that block African vote that would vote always against Israeli motions and for Palestinian motions, and most importantly, to put pressure on countries to support the resolution in the UN General Assembly that would reinstate the anti-apartheid mechanisms that were established during apartheid in South Africa, because that is the way you can then start pushing for complete sanctions and an arms embargo, as happened against apartheid South Africa. Mm. Roshan, thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated on Radio Islam International. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting us. Bye-bye. Bye.